the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome to uh, Faith Talk Live, Dan Radcliffe, uh, Just Morgan, uh, our third banana here, and Pastor Aaron Snow, who is a pastor, been a pastor for a long, long time, although he doesn't look like he's 69 years old or 70 years old, uh, him with his hip self. But he and his wife, Katie, and uh, kids years ago planted an L.A. church, and it's just rocking today. They're back in Atlanta at C3 North Atlanta, but uh, that church in L.A. uh, ended up being four plants, and they're going strong. So we wanted to get uh, some time with him, uh, Dan, uh, Just Morgan, and myself to talk to him. Hey, what's up over on his side of town as far as uh, pastoring, uh, sheep, church, what's going on, and how they're holding out at home during this, uh, I guess you could call it quarantine semi-lockdown. Dan, what would we call it since you're the genius here? Uh, a pain in the rear end is what I would call it. <laughs> uh, but Aaron, aren't you glad you're not in California where the whole state is locked down yeah. right now? Yeah, Definitely. yeah. I've got, uh, I've got some, obviously I've still got many friends out there and uh, and I was actually on a conference call yesterday with all of our uh, our region, the Americas pastors, and there's about 50 of us on a call, and you know about six or seven of those guys are in California, and they're all trying to navigate through sneaking out to do recordings and you know it, you know interviews and live streams and all the rest of it. So it's it's unique, uh, and uh, it's definitely a certain, it's kind of fun, a bit funny, but also um, <laughs> I don't I don't know that we should be laughing, but somebody's got to laugh about something around here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it's a unique set of circumstances for sure. Now, as far as you now, uh, you guys, y- your pastoring methods, mm-hmm. I- I'm assuming I know ours here in Loganville, C3 Loganville, they've they've changed up a bit. We, of course, are trying to use more social media, uh, texting, mm-hmm. video messages, that kind of thing. Is that the is that the the norm for you guys over there? What's going on? Yeah, we're, uh, you know, we've officially embraced and adopted this, uh, this digital church and, um, digital gatherings, uh, digital life crews, digital prayer gatherings. Um, and you know, I think, uh, at the end of the day, um, it's, it, I, I could go into a, a kind of a revelation that I've had in all of this, but I think at the very core of it, uh, what it's really encouraging me and what it's challenging us to do as pastors is to really, think about how we're actually connecting with people and uh, how are we actually engaging people? How are we actually uh, investing in people? And I I actually believe that uh, the work that we're doing now isn't about how we mass produce great Sunday gatherings. Uh, The work is really in actually how do we shepherd people? And like you said, uh, care for them where they are and not spend all of our time trying to pre-record messages, but actually spend time connecting and engaging. And, And right now the only mediums we have are social and, uh, and digital through Zoom or through uh, FaceTime or Google Hangouts, if, if anybody still uses that um, platform, uh, but really trying to find 
uh, mediums to keep people connected, I think is the greatest uh, charge for me as a pastor and as a leader. Um, and I think it is for all of us. How have you, uh, or how has your leadership responded as far as, I mean, obviously you and Katie, uh, can't do it on your own and, and the other pastors that are on staff there, but how have you guys managed your team to say, Hey, this is all of us, all, all hands on deck. Uh, how's that going for you? And uh, how are the how are the sheep responding as far as not just the messages, but the pastoring via social media? And and you guys have uh, different demographics. Uh, I'm sure the younger demographic is like, yeah, right on. Of course, young people don't say that anymore. I but say right on. Oh, do you? <laughs> no. But as far as the young people and then the older uh, ones, are they are they pretty hip, uh, connected with social media? How's that working for you? That whole logistics thing. I, I just want to just call out the fact that you just brought two words back. Right on. <laughs> let's just let's just hash, let's get that on a hashtag. Like, that's got to be trending. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, I think what's 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 unique, uh, and and again, I think because of the nature of our mission as a church, right, is to bring the the bring the light and life of Jesus to the darkest place of our community. We we've really been uh, on this journey for the last you know probably twelve months to really focus our attention not on the building itself, but on the people that God's called us to lead, uh, right up to our, our our vision for this year. And we're still an early church plant. We've been going for about three years, and we've just been navigating through some transitions and things that, you know, we, we inherited through kind of a, a, a time. Uh, but even just in the a way of, of declaring that we want to see 75 people give their life to Jesus this year. And one of the things that we've said is that it's not about people giving their life to Jesus on a Sunday gathering mm. or in a meeting like that on a Sunday, but actually uh, people giving their life to Jesus in coffee shops or mm. in life crews, which is our small group format, uh, or uh, somebody in your workplace who, you know, you, you, you know, is kind of on the edge of wanting something more and then just praying that people would have the courage to extend that that invitation to somebody. And so now even more so we're, we're realizing that some of those things that we started to believe and pray for God has actually given us permission to do. And so we've put all of our focus on people. Uh, we've, we've called our, obviously our leadership team, we've called our life crew leaders to be truly intentional about people connecting with people. If you haven't heard from them in a couple of days, reach out. Uh, we have a pretty, you know, large single demographic in our church. And so if you're single and you're by yourself, isolated, it can, it can be very scary. Um, and one of the things we hear pretty often is if you're single, you have a tendency to be drawn to the news. And so the last thing you're doing before you go to bed is you're filling your spirit with all of this negativity and mm. false, you know, false information and fake news or whatever you want to call it. And then you're going to sleep with that. And then you're waking up fearful. You're waking up afraid. And so we've just been intentional about our life crew leaders uh, engaging with them late at night through just a phone call, maybe a text, maybe a scripture or a word of encouragement. Um, but don't, don't, don't put any regulations on connecting with people. There's no like formats. There's no formulas. It's just connect, connect, connect. Cause I, I believe that we're called to be the church like never before. And we're learning how to engage and connect with our people like never before. Um, and it's actually, it's, it's kind of refreshing because we're, we're getting outside of just the text message conversation and we're getting back into the, like this, the face to face while it's still digital. Mm. Um, I can see your face. I can see your expression. I can see Truly, if you say I'm okay, mm. and if your eyes actually say you're not, mm. Um, mm. 
Uh, and so I think that's healthy. Um, and then just trying to find ways to meet people where they are. So we had a prayer gathering yesterday on Instagram live and we had some of our leadership join through zoom just so that we had some intentional things we were praying for. Um, we're, we're encouraging our life crew leaders, like I said, to, to just be intentional about reaching out to people. But then I would add this and then I'll let you ask the next question. One of the prayers that we've had really right from the start is Lord, give me the eyes to see, give me the ears to hear and give me the heart to care for somebody today. And so we've actually taken that up a notch. And, and this year specifically, we've said that same prayer, but the, we've added, and then give me the courage to to do with which you've given me the eyes to see, the ears to hear, and the heart to care for somebody. So if somebody, if God puts somebody on your heart you haven't seen in months, take that as a sign from God to reach out to them because they could be yeah. lonely. Mm, that's so uh, good. If God's giving you the eyes to see somebody in your neighborhood that you wouldn't normally see. I've met a neighbor the other day, I walk in my dog yesterday morning. I was out for a walk with my dog. I met a guy that's lived in my neighborhood for 20 years. Hmm. He said, Oh, are you new to the neighborhood? I said, no, I've lived here for five years. <laughs> wow. And he said, man, I'm so sorry. I said, no, let me apologize. Yeah. We've yeah. never met. My name is Aaron. And his, wow. He introduced himself. His name was Jay and our dogs met lady and doc. And and all of a sudden, we're standing there for 20 minutes having a conversation. Had I not been praying that every morning, giving me the eyes to see and the ears to hear and the heart to care for somebody, I would have just gone, hey, social distancing. Hope you're doing well. Take care of your dog. Right? But instead, we, we, were, we were still social distancing, but we engaged because I just prayed that prayer. And, uh, and I think that's what's happening across our community and our church and our leadership team specifically. That's so good, Aaron. Pastor Aaron uh, Snow from uh, C3 Atlanta. Boy, howdy. You just, that really convicted me because I, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I have neighbors that, you know, we just wave at a distance. Uh, and it's not even pandemic. We wave at a distance. So, uh, wow. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing a church feel scattered. And so I've actually coined this phrase, a scattered church, and I've just been filling the blank. So, you know, one of the things we've been saying, a scattered church united under the name of Jesus is a powerful church. Mm. A, a scattered church united in prayer is a mighty church. And so if you just think about that, while we might be scattered, we can be united like never before if we actually just take the opportunity to truly be intentional about connecting with people. And I think that's what the church is called to do right now. I think our, our greatest challenge is not how do we do online services well? And, and don't get me wrong. I know it's important and we're going to continue to put our, our work there. But I think the work has to be actually what we do on Monday. It has to be about how we connect with people on Tuesday yeah. and on Wednesday. Because there's a lot of lonely people out there. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people that are afraid. There's a lot of people that are riddled in fear. And so how do we ensure that we are meeting them where they are and really, truly filling them with the hope of Jesus, you being a vessel for his hope and for his grace and for his love. And most importantly, his peace, mm -hmm. the peace that surpasses all understanding. If I could be an encouragement to you, don't put off to tomorrow what God is calling you or giving you permission or time right now to do today. Mm -hmm. uh, and so take this time for, for granted, be, be selfish with it and do something that you wouldn't normally do. And so I started writing, I posted my first blog yesterday and I hope it encourages people. You can find that on uh, on our website it's called scattered church um and just find ways to stay connected with people but there you go thank you for uh, being who you are and uh, amazing yeah my pleasure thank you guys so much for all you do and uh if there's anything i can do to to help support you or just keep encouraging people i'm i'm uh, i'm a video call away all right awesome all right well let's take a break uh it is uh, faith talk live i'm rick probst and i'm dan ratcliffe and i'm jess morgan we'll be back